This is Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, episode 210 for the week of February 21st, 2010. Welcome to Dyes and Chewy X, the podcast, an extension of yet again two, two, count them two websites. Three. Three. God damn, I did it again. <laughs> Ha ha. Uh, three websites this I got week. your back, Mary. Heath, introduce all three websites. We have Dysentu EX, Constantai, and Temple O Trunks. Which one kind Twitter poster reminded me, hey, it's been two years since your last update. <laughs> <laughs> was it a content update or was it just a... I don't. Uh, I don't. Update. I think it was a content update. But okay. I had one two years ago and one the year before that, and that's pretty much it. Wasn't it like a music video no, or I something? No, it was just uh, scans Some sort. or something. Maybe oh, a calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we are here to cover anything and everything. Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. This week we got three folks for you. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito Ex Online. Over here to my lesson proverbial right, the woman, the woman, the wife. Yeah, band Mary. That's me. I also go by Mary on the internets when I happen to be there. I'm not so much there. It scares me, man. Right. It's like a forest that I don't like to be in. I do not blame you. And then coming to us through the magic of Skype, we got Mr. Heath Hujio, Mr. Constantine. How you doing, man? I am good. Just got home from grocery shopping and working out, and after this, I'm going to bed. Wow, that sounds <laughs> kind of exactly not man. like us. <laughs> we did go to the grocery store after we ate. That's true. Yes. Whoa. Well, yeah, you have to eat first because you can't go on an empty stomach, or you just end up buying all sorts of stuff you don't That's need. Right. That's right. It was just an essentials trip. Hey, hey, I saw, you, I saw you buy that can of iced tea. And I that wasn't essential. And I got a green tea, but, you know. Green tea, uh, Heath, I have to ask, are you a green tea guy? I am. See, green tea is one of the official drinks of Dyson Chewy X, the podcast. What is your beer of choice? I think I've asked you before. If you had to pick one, one beer to do on the show, what would it be? Well, for Dyson Chewy X, probably Yingling. Ah, but, see, uh, see, my kind of guy. <laughs> he knows the right thing to say. <laughs> it's either that or a Sapro. So he, again, he knows the uh, right yes, thing to say. Yes, he's well trained. I think he's sucking up a little bit. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Never. <laughs> I'm drinking my, my green tea right now, oh, yeah. in fact. I finished my water. I am waterless. Where's your tea? Uh, it's downstairs. I'm going to use that for edit. Anyway. <laughs> I thought th- okay, never mind. <laughs> it is the three of us this week. Mr. Julian. Everyone's Mr. this week, except for you, Mary. I, I hope I'm not a Mr. You can be Mr. Sex if you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sex. <laughs> anyway, uh, Julian is off with the children at school this weekend doing some kind of event. I didn't hear what the event itself was. Uh, all I know is that uh, Julian is off corralling Japanese children. So that's- Is it choir related again? I Again, I have no idea what it is, but that's what he's doing. So he can't join us this week, but Heath, you're, I can count on you. You're a cool guy. You can. I try to be as reliable as possible. Mr. Dependable. That's right. So uh, it's us three. We're really just going to be bullshitting this episode. we got a bunch of news and Lots of people have been sending in emails again all of a sudden. So we're going to do a little bit of catching up on news and catching up on emails. Um, part of the reason is I'm working on lining up. God, I think it's about four interviews. I'm confirmed for, I think, two of them. And I'm scheduling on these. And there's a lot of awesome talkings coming up on the show and i thought maybe i'll have one this week so i kind of put off the oh what topic do i want to do uh we got lots of emails i don't really know and then julian was like oh i'm gonna be at school with the kids so i said all right this is a chill episode we're just gonna talk about stuff i.e bullshit i.e 
bullshit. It's not a cop-out. It's a bullshit it's, episode. It's what we do best. So uh, that's what's going on with us over here before we bullshit any further. Because, you know, you have to keep the bullshit in check. You can do a bullshit episode, but you can't bullshit too much on the bullshit episode. If that I makes don't know sense. about that. <laughs> Let's just talk about the news. We got a lot for you this week. There's a lot of Kai stuff going on. As uh, always. I, I know. It's either video Kai games Kai is or taking Kai. over. That's right. Both lovely and horrible at the same time. Let's start over here in North America. Uh, as we expected, I mean, we pretty much called this at KatsuCon. Funimation was going to have some kind of Dragon Ball Kai stuff. Uh, let me ask you, Heath, you and I were talking about Funimation and their announcement. It wasn't so much an announcement as kind of a leak through the earnings conference call. You and I pretty much decided they were not planning on announcing it then. Heath, do you think KatsuCon was going to be the con that they did the big reveal on it? I do. Uh, I think it was just the next major if I can call it major, con that was coming up. Yeah. And so that's just what they had decided they were going to do, and someone preempted them. Right. I guess they figure otaku don't listen to, you know, <laughs> earnings. Uh, <laughs> <press> they don't <laughs> take me seriously enough. It's like, no one's that bored. They'll actually sit and listen to all this crap. Oh. <laughs> Aha. They don't know us very well, do they? Anyway, we did get some other info through... Um, their panel at Katsukan. Uh, we heard about some of the characters, or I should say voice actors that are returning to characters. The list they provided was Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, Raditz, Roshi, Tenshinhan, Gyumao, Chichi, Nappa, Frieza, Kuridin, and Bardock. Of course, I'm using my names there because I just typed out the list. I think that was everyone. If you read through the list, you will see that there are still some prior dub spelling adjustments, I guess you could say, of names. Tenshinhan was still TN. Frieza was still spelled with the I. Kuridin is Krillin. Uh, we talk about that one. That's a totally fine romanization of the name, that our adaptation. Uh, Ox King, of course, perfect translation of the name. To me, that says, I think more tension Han than anything else. To me, that says they're still going to stick with some of the precedents they've set since 1996. I don't think we're going to hear tension Han. I think we're still going to hear TN, maybe TN Shin Han, which was always a weird thing. And yes. unfortunately, the spelling of Frieza as well. That's debatable whether it's major or minor, eh, but seems like that's what's going on. I just, I think that's something that's so ingrained, it'd be so hard for them to go mm. away from it. Yeah, and you know what? Especially um, since some of them are trademarked with it, that spelling. Exactly where I was going. Rachel actually brought that up in the chat when we were talking about that. She said, oh, you know, you look at the video games, there's always the TM and the registered for everyone. That's how they identify the characters as their own property here in the U.S. So I... To some degree, I guess that makes sense. TN is TM'd. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good one, Mary. <laughs> yeah. There's some bullshit for you. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Was that paparapa? No, no, I was going for that, but <laughs> you let's pretend. <laughs> anyway, uh, there have been a lot of quotes from the dub voice actors popping up online lately. Uh, I think there's something from Colleen Clickenbeard, who's taking over as Gohan. I think uh, Sean Schemmel, Chris Sabat have said a lot of stuff. Um, nothing we're going to dive into just yet because um, we're still mostly sure we're going to be talking with someone from Funimation about Kai, and uh, specifically its dub and its direction. So I think we'll hold off on that discussion until we can get some, I don't want to say more official because, I mean, those are official. Those are those people saying those things. Uh, but I think we'll talk more about that in the near future. But we'll stick with Kai for a little bit, maybe 
some, and then some Dragon Ball stuff. Heath, uh, Funimation has some trailers that they did at Katsukon. Tell me about them. They're so interesting. I know. Uh, the first one that came up was for Dragon Box 3, which is coming out, was that, May? Uh, I remember. I think Something so. like I've that. I've got my releases all, like, fleshed out, and it's ridiculous now. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Uh, yeah, May 4th is uh, Dragon Ball Season 4 and Dragon Box 3. It was uh, narrated by Krillin, and he dies in the trailer, so <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice. But uh, we have Frieza on the cover, and it's pretty much done exactly the same as all the other Dragon Box trailers that have come out so far. Well, there's so a big difference with this one. Which, oh, the not having any dub lines in it. Yes, there is no stupid <laughs> meme in it. Yes. So, kind of exciting, I guess you could say. Now, I want to actually stop it right there for a second, because, Mary, you said something just totally independent of any conversation that we've had on the podcast, something I've talked about, I wouldn't say endlessly on the forum, but I've definitely mentioned it from time to time. You talked about the tone of this trailer and how it was all like kind of crazy and off the wall and we're talking with the dub voice actors and they're in character and being silly and yet this is for the hardcore audience supposedly <laughs> so you, you're asking me like do hardcore fans want dub dbz memes in their trailers what was your well, i don't know what the people want <laughs> i don't think the people know what the people I want <laughs> i just thought it was okay. fascinating that you you kind of came to a similar conclusion i think me. it's hard not not to when they say even on the box itself this is the hardcore definitive collection and yet the trailers are like wacky double-fied memeified mm-hmm. things but i will say that if these are meant for con and online purposes and they have to drum up interest then I can see why they would go that route. Right, because all the Orange Brick supporters are saying, why the hell do I need this? So if you have Sabat doing his overacted memes, well, that gets their attention, at least in some capacity. That's why I just don't watch them. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right, (laughs) take it away. There's one more, though. And Kai, if you would like to see the teaser trailer for Kai, that is also online, but you'll find that it's really nothing. It just says it's coming and... We get a Kamehameha and an outline of Goku, and that's about it. Yay, I love teasers. Hey, subtle There's no is nice. real information at all. I think, is the trailer like not even 30 seconds? No, no, it's short. I think this is what they were planning on. Similar to what they did at Otakon, where they said, look, we have an announcement, we're just going to play this. And they played the Dragon Box trailer, and we all stood up and cheered. I think this is what they were planning no, on no doing. No, no one stood up and cheered, by the way. I think it was us two clapping, and no one knew what the hell was going on. <laughs> all right, so we, we sat... <laughs> And we she was very loud. Oh, shit. And I was That's like, why the- picture, 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 tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> That's why one thing I've never really understood when Funimation announced some of this stuff. There's no real build-up or explanation what any anything is. They just show it. Yeah. And then they're like dumbfounded why no one knows what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> like, I know. I know. Uh, anyway, th- those are the two very, very exciting trailers that you can go online and find. Would you say they are super, super exciting? Exciting goo. <laughs> They are super exciting. You are racist, Mary. What's the rest of the news? Well, not the rest of the news, but the next one. All right. Mary, well, do all the news. I will. Now. I'm going to clarify because I don't mess around with bullshit. So, because this is a bullshit episode. It's going to be anti-bullshit. So, anyway, going back to kind news, 
We've confirmed with uh, Steve Simmons himself that he will be subtitling Kai, so yay, consistency with fans from the past who have been working on the show forever. Hooray! Like I uh, said on the uh, homepage of the site with the news, uh, we actually spoke with Steve back on episode 52. That was right as the Orange Brick fiasco was hitting. So that's a really interesting time to go back to and listen to this stuff anyway. Uh, but Steve talked about you know the translation process and you know, his familiarity with the series. So that's all uh, good stuff to go back and listen to. And it's good to see him come back. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> he said to me, like, really? Did you expect anything else? Like, no. But... I, I didn't think anybody else would take it. but Of course. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Otaku2.com is an interview up with Hironobu Kageyama. It's a nice read. Mary, I was telling you a couple things about this. What I loved was how he said he can't read or chooses not to read online message boards because it gets everyone so bent out of shape and he's got to console the other band members. He's like me. I can understand that mindset. I had to go cold turkey. That's right. I didn't didn't actually have a chance to read the interview. I just saw it linked off of Anime News Network and looked at the the uh, summary, but I didn't actually click through to the interview. Okay, well, uh, I think you should read it. I will. Because it says great things like how Hedgehala is you know, one of his personal favorites, and he loves how favorite song everyone smiles and Aww, knows the lyrics. He's such a happy guy! He is. And you and I, we saw him sing it. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome! Well, he does mention in the article how he loves how fans know the lyrics to these songs. <laughs> and he talks a lot about, you know, Spain and Mexico, all these places around the world. Yeah. It's not just Japan. You go to YouTube, you look for Hironobu Kageyama, and he's got these full Spanish audiences singing along verbatim in Japanese. I mean, I think this says a lot about the fandom and the music and just what his voice and his tone and his delivery really means oh, to Oh, he's just fans. such a great performer in general. Oh, God. I mean, so it, it, it carries across all mediums and, and languages. Yeah. Every and song languages. you hear, you hear him smiling, if that's possible. <laughs> I hear him smile through You're the racist, too. <laughs> so I'm not trying to be... Okay, wait, maybe... <laughs> Okay, we've got some voice actor news. Mayumi Tanaka, the voice of Krillin, will be appearing at SakuraCon in Washington State. That's wow. freaking awesome! I actually noted um, on the forums, like, oh man, that, that sucks. I would love to go out there. She's, in addition to that character, I mean, Yajirobe, but also Luffy, of course, is really her main role. Well, I don't know, her main role now, because now that we have Kai, like, it's, Luffy's it's still gonna, Luffy. It's still her main role. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, we almost had a chance to see her. Anime Expo New York. Oh my God. I think that was. 2001 or 2002 she couldn't make it and we went to opening ceremonies and she had this video apology saying how oh she's so sorry that she couldn't I don't come. know how you remember this because I totally forgot about that <laughs> I guess because she wasn't there yeah I yeah exactly I was really looking forward to it too but burned alright uh, we got a couple last things for you Dragon Ball Origins 2 has been announced well that would otherwise be known as Dragon Ball DS2 that just came out this week uh, about a week ago on the 11th in Japan Japan. The American release is coming straight from Nanko Bandai, as we expected in summer 2010, so there's no concrete date on it just yet. Uh, we've got some screens, press release, and the trailer up on the homepage of the site. The trailer is interesting because it seemed to be a combination of the most recent Japanese trailer with kind of the character introductions uh, and also some new footage. Like half of it was English text and half of it was Japanese text from the Japanese version of the game. So it was interesting to see how uh, the game's not quite localized yet. So this is how we have to make the trailer. Have you seen the uh, web special promo that they put up for it? Uh, the choir? 
Yes. Yes. Oh, Mary, I don't think I showed you. No, this. I, I saw it out of oh, the corner man. of my eye. Oh, did you? It yeah. was kind of like that a sequel came to out. the other ad. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It came out in the beginning of February, I think. Mm, yeah, it's been around for a little bit. I kind of forgot the link to it, which is awful because the one for the first game, I, I mean, they nailed it, and this one it kind of goes yes. over the top with you know you see the the parents together, you look at their hands. I mean, I'm pretty sure you see the wedding ring on the hand, and they like put their hands over each other, and <laughs> we're so in love. Yeah. Oh, our child loves. Dragon Ball 2. There's that one. Then there's an actual, like an orchestral piece that they did to yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Where they have the choir and just the lady playing the piano. Oh, and I know, I know. Every time I see stuff like that, it's like, why can't we get commercials like that? <laughs> I know, but, instead we get, fire orange merch, you want them! Oh, well. Different markets, I suppose. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but apparently the game, I don't know, I think it's tough to say, or maybe not entirely accurate to say that it's not doing well. It was number 11 for the last week in Japan. And Japanese lists are really weird. If you want concrete numbers, like the most readily available ones, they usually only give you 1 through 10. Then you kind of have to dig around uh, ulterior sources to get uh, 11 onward. So DS2, I think, came in at number 11 for the week. It was only, what was it, 17,000 copies? Oh. I, I think that we saw. Yeah, it's like not even so. worth making a game <laughs> for that Well, that's the thing. Purchases. That was its debut week, which was a huge drop-off from the first one, which itself wasn't even all that amazing of a major entry. So the sales for these games are just going into the hole. I hope it doesn't last. I would like more video games. I want more good games. I mean, the most recent DS one, uh, Attack of the Science, was you know, that, that was a step in a good direction. I really had a good time with that. I was kind of hoping we'd see a sequel to it. People are like, are we going to see Raging Blast 2? Are we ever going to see a burst limit 2? And now we get Dragon Ball DS 2. Looking at the trailer, it seems like they were addressing some of at least my complaints from the first one the controls in particular i don't know just what do they need to do mary you don't care about these video no, games so what no. do they need to do to get your attention not make, make you games care? for three years and then start <laughs> up again we need another final bout <laughs> to make us realize how good we have it <laughs> we need a final bout where they're like you know what we're done for four years not three years four years we're done we're out. We'll see you again half a decade. It was more than four years before, wasn't it? Final Bout was 97. 97. I think Chosen Shitachi was 01. Was it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that was pretty close. Because I know Dragon Ball Z came out in 03. Right, right. Yeah, there was the Game Boy Color. I think that was the first new game. I, did we get it that same year over here in the US? I think we did. I think so. And then actually, I'd have to go back and look at my list, but um, like collectible card game and Legacy of Goku and the first Budokai, Dragon Ball Z, those are kind of all around similar time when Atari was getting into the mix. And uh, Cho Senshi Tachi came out in '02. Did it come out in '02? Yeah. Shit! Wow. All right. So it was longer than I thought. So it's a five year gap. Five years. We need that again. Get some Coin innovation to Mary. going. <sighs> all right, Heath. <laughs> uh, last bit of news. I don't really feel like talking about it. I just kind of like, yeah, you got Animanga stuff. Stuff and our audience doesn't you don't care about like it because we make fun of it every time that we talk about it. But you do <laughs> too. So I'll let you well, make fun of it by talking about it. Because just by talking about it, you inherently have to make fun of it. Well, uh, so I went to update the site with just the film animation comics, the, the film animaga, and the more I started doing it, I realized I had all this other stuff to do. And I was like, holy crap, there's going to be one giant animaga update. Yep. And that's pretty much what it turned into. Uh, but over on Konzentai, we put up dedicated pages to the first 10 volumes of the film comics. So if anybody wants to go check those out, we have scans, translations, 
extra little details. So it's definitely worth checking yeah, out. Yeah, there's some cool stuff from, like, uh, not the chapter, I don't, I don't know what you call them, but the first couple pages have some neat background history and stuff. Right. I own all 20, and I've had them for a while, but I've never actually sat down and really flipped through them. <laughs> Until I started working on this section, and it was Shit, pretty you interesting. You have a bigger e penis than me. I'm looking over at my shelf. I have ten of them. <sighs> oh, I'm so sorry, Mike. <laughs> but you have the original uh, GT Perfect Files. I do. Not. I do. I do. So you got me beat. Yes. All right. I feel adequate again. <laughs> um. But anyway, like the very first one that came out was Dragon Ball Z Movie Five. I love that. How they they randomly decided while movies were coming out. Shit. Maybe we should do this. Yeah. See, my hypothesis is. Shueisha kind of wanted to jump on it a little bit and make some money because uh, there was a thread on the forum and I did some research on just the VHS tapes and the laser discs yeah, when they yeah. were coming out. They're freakishly expensive. Mm-hmm. And these were about $7, I think, to buy as compared to buying a $100 VHS tape know, of the movie. I know. So- <laughs> and it's so funny because I'm, I'm looking at my actual Toei VHS in Movie 7. Like I got that at book off for buck fifty, I think. I know. It's Isn't that ridiculous. Awful? But it, it's really interesting because the, the very first one that they did was Dragon Ball Z Movie 5 with uh, Kula. And the best part is it was actually the very first, like, ever anime manga that Shueisha had released. Wow. And so there's actually a questionnaire in the back of it. And we, we translated the whole thing, but they go through and they ask all sorts of things of, what else would you like to see in any manga form? <laughs> what other series from Jump would you like to see? Oh, God. What, and, would you yeah. like us to keep doing this through 2010? <laughs> would you like to give us your money over yeah. and over again? Yes, please. But the, the one highlight I did like out of it is, since it was the very first one, the insert fold-out poster was actually drawn by Toriyama. Oh, nice. And that's the only place that you can actually find that picture. Oh, cool. So Shit, it I don't remember if I have the Movie 5 one. I can't really see the uh, titles over on my shelf. But. And if anybody owns um, Daisenshu... I'm going to say 10. It's the supplemental one, TV animation part three. They reprinted all of the insert posters in that, except for Toriyama's from DBZ Movie 5. So it truly is the only place that you can find that. That's pretty awesome, then. Yeah. And then on top of that, we did some more current stuff. Um, They are now releasing through Shueisha Jump Remix. All the TV comics that have been coming out, which I think is a little soon, but mm-hmm. whatever. If anybody wants to go read about those, you can definitely go do that. Yeah, those uh, are still coming out. I mean, we'll talk about it in the releases. Right. They're still doing the Boo arc right now. But well, basically what they've they've done, Shueisha Jump Remix had previously released all the film comics right. under that brand name that they use. And they've decided to go back and do these, and it combines two volumes of the TV comics together. And so it's just one larger volume for a cheaper price. Gotcha. But you said it's on cheaper paper too, right? It is. It's it's a lot thinner quality paper. It's very similar to the Tonka Bone wow. paper. Lovely. So, but it's still all in full color, but instead of getting one book for seven fifty, you can buy two for five fifty. So Wow. Choose your redundancy. <laughs> Exactly. And they didn't even, uh, I did notice this when I was doing it, they didn't even redraw any animation for it. They 
took all the cover images from the original release and they just mixed them up and put different ones together for this new release. <laughs> so it's really lazy. Yes. Awesome. But they want your money, so go buy them. Is that it? I think that's it. Um, or did you want me to touch on the kids animation comics at all? I guess. Are they current or are they old? Um, the kids animation comics were released, let's see, way back in 94 to 95. Um, this is actually something I've heard from a lot of people. They're like, I've seen these, but I never knew they actually existed. So I decided we might as well list them in here. They're, we will say they exist. (laughs) Exactly. They're listed in Dizenshu 7 as officially existing. And I've seen them online for sale and I've never, you know, brought myself to actually buy any of them. Yeah. There's a bunch of random books that exist. I'm just like, eh, I'll get them eventually. There were 17 volumes in total, and what they did is, in 94, when the series approached the Boo arc, they began releasing these kids' comics, and this is basically what they are. They only released the Boo arc, and I want to say DBZ movies 12 and 13, Mm -hmm. something like that. So there are 17 volumes in total, and they're pretty cheap. Um, they're basically like the kids' comics that Viz did. Right, very, right. very basic language. I think almost everything is just written in uh, hiragana. I don't think there's any kanji nice. or anything like that. It's my kind so, of book. Yeah. It's, they, uh, they're neat little collector's items, but they, they do exist. Confirmed. They exist. And hopefully someday maybe I'll own them and we can find out more about them. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. You buy all the kids' books. <laughs> I will. I'll buy all the nice, complicated ones. You get the little kitty ones. I was talking to Jake. I'm like, this is horrible. I'm going to end up owning all these books. <laughs> I don't need any I know. Of isn't them. it awful? I look over my shelf. I'm like, I have the Dragon Ball Evolution Junior novel. And like, ah, oh, this stuff is <sighs> on my shelf. Oh. I know. All right. I guess that's all the news. Uh, there's some other stuff that's developing right now. I saw a lot of things um, with Dragon Ball Online. There's some Bardock story that people are starting to post about. But hopefully, we'll cover that in the near future. Did you want to uh, touch on Kai real quick i didn't make that update um, i didn't know if you wanted to include so. that like, i mean just figured I'd episode check. titles i do well, i just thought maybe you'd want to spread the word uh, go ahead say it it's your show well, mike no, no you're you're here <laughs> you can say whatever the hell you want to i'll just edit it out if i don't want fine well if anybody would like to tune in in any legal way possible <laughs> on march 7th episode 47 of kai will be the first time that we will see son goku transform into the legendary Super Saiyan. So, um, other than that, I have no other Kai news. I was really tempted to respond to your thread kind of sarcastically, because you said, confirm, <laughs> Super Saiyan and Kai. It's going to be like, yeah, confirmed. Fucking sky is blue. Really? We know this. No, they're, they're going to edit around it. <laughs> so it doesn't and exist. So Super Saiyan never exists in Kai. No, but that's uh, it's interesting. Where were the episode titles leaked so early and why? What was going on with that? Um, a lot of them were on 4chan. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming someone that works at Toei kind of leaked them. Um, I've noticed it's within the last two weeks, all of a sudden, episodes have been coming out midweek, like the episode titles. Yeah, yeah. I've so a lot of updates it's, like more frequently. And I think someone at Toei saw this because all of a sudden, within one week, all these titles came out all the way up yeah, until yeah. Super science. So. Well, I mean, we know this happens because Wasted Wisher has given us information that <laughs> I mean, we knew about Kai a month exactly. before we knew about Kai in some capacity, so it happens. Alright, that's all the, uh, the news for the week. So, uh, let's talk some emails here. 
So our first email here comes to us from Stan. Stan says, when listening to episode 209, that was last week's episode, I thought of the time Krillin calls Yajirobe Armadillo. In the Ocean Dub, he calls him Hokey Pokey. Happened when Yajirobe was gathering the Z Fighters for training at Kami's Palace. Mary, you love this line. Yeah, I mostly like it for Krillin's delivery. I mean, I know you. You're a hokey pokey. Terry Clayson is. Ah, <laughs> oh, Terry Clayson. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think what you think of him, but that delivery was pretty interesting. So uh, I'm going to go back. Is this is a, a kind of a follow up to what we talked about last week with mispronunciation of names and jokes and puns that were made. So let's go back and take a look and see what was said in this scene. Orida. Ah, tashka karin sama no tokoro ni ita. Heath, why don't you read the next one here from Anthony? Anthony writes to us and says, You may or may not have already discussed this, but I was wondering what you guys and girl thought of the English dubs of the Dragon Ball GT songs. I'm not talking about Step Into the Grand Tour, as that does not qualify as a quote-unquote song. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. I'm referring to the dubs included on the remastered GT box sets, and for that matter, what do you think of the original Japanese GT songs? Which ones are your favorites, and which ones are your least favorites? Now, before we answer the question, I have to wonder, why does Anthony think he's going to get flack for saying that Step Into the Grand Tour is not qualified? as a song. I think there's maybe, maybe enough people on this planet that like it, probably count them on one hand. I mean, Step Into the Grand Tour is pretty universally despised by every bit of fandom, right? I mean, right? Well, I can say we're included in that. And I can't say I've met all of fandom, so I can't make <laughs> <Okay>. that claim. <laughs> I think we're all with you there, Anthony. Now, uh, to do a little recap, because it had been a while since these GT sets came out, just hopped over to YouTube and re-listened to them all. Uh, Mary, you said, don't you see, was your least favorite of all these new versions? Actually, as we listened to all of them, I think they got increasingly worse with quality. I'm with you. Yeah. But I like the instrumentation because really? I understand that, you know, they can't take the Japanese guess, karaoke versions, if you will. They have to redo the songs themselves. I think they do an, a pretty Why do they have good to job. Do? I thought they were awful. They have thought, to do that. I thought they were the most hollow and amateur sounding things. I mean, even more so than... Again, I, in, uh, same thing for the singing. I think, you know, the quality goes down after each one. I think even more so than how I feel about the Falconer music. I mean, I like what they did. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was awesome that they decided, hey, these sets, we're going to make an effort. This is the direction we're going in. We don't even have Step Into the Grand Tour. I just, hollow was the only word I can use to describe it. It just felt soulless to me. Of all of them, I think Don Don was the best. I agree. Uh, I mean, that one's going to be used the most. Heath, what about you? Uh, yeah, you like them? <sighs> Eh, really the only one I've heard is Don Don, okay. and I, I thought they did an okay job with that. Wasn't completely sold, but right. yeah, it was good, and I do applaud the effort. What I do like about all of them is anytime there were English lines in the original, they kept those in the right place, too, like hold my hand and love is asking to be loved, or love is waiting to be loved, whatever that line is, and don't you see? I mean, they kept them there. I mean, that made them feel so much more like the original. I really appreciated that effort. In terms of the music, the original Japanese songs, Mary, I'm pretty sure you really like the GT theme songs. I do. My favorite one is Blue Velvet. I used yeah. to listen to the hell out yes. of that. Oh my. One amp back in the late 90s. Oh yeah. Sitting updating my site listening to Blue Velvet on nice. nerd times galore. <laughs> 
What's your favorite song? Um, I don't know. It, it's it's different every time I listen to them all in a row. Uh, the first GT tape I got, and that would have been in '97 or '98, probably '97. No, it couldn't have been '97 because it was just finishing airing, so it would have been '98. Was the last couple episodes of GT just raw Japanese? So I have a lot of familiarity with Sabitsuita Machine Gun. I I really really like that song, and because <laughs> it was the last one of the dubs, I thought it was just totally totally phoned in i really like that song you say you don't have a lot of familiarity with it does that mean you don't like it or you just don't have a lot of familiarity i just don't have a lot of nostalgic value attached to it because okay. i haven't seen much in the way of the end of gt gotcha uh, yeah, i guess i've got the nostalgia factor working in there <laughs> i don't think i've actually sat down and watched all of gt <laughs> no we i have not done so I classically told the story of how i fall asleep every time i try Heath, what about you what's your favorite of uh the five gt songs hitori janai good song good song yes it's the the first ending theme and that's about as far as I make it through GT most of the time. So I think I skip why. around. I'm like, yeah, I'll do a couple of the beginning. I'll skip to Super I 17. I'll watch that. I, I like episode. the music videos for all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I will say my favorite song probably would be the acoustic version of Don Don. I don't know if you've ever seen it, um, but it was actually a uh, Hironobu Kageyama yes, did an acoustic version, and I could listen to that all day long. It's crazy because obviously he wasn't involved in GT in any way. Like, to hear him do the song, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I love you. And he just makes it sound so good, and it's just so natural to him. It's it. amazing. It's but in the video, it's hilarious because he sings it with a bunch of other artists from Japan. Right. And he's like, we're going to sing something from Dragon Ball. And this guy's like, yeah, that's awesome. And Kageyama's like, it's from GT. And the guy's like, oh, that sucks. He <laughs> <laughs> was like mad. Oh, wow. <laughs> really honest there. Yes. All right. And Kageyama scolds him. (laughs) Of course. All right, let's go over to an email here from Ben. Ben's got a lot to say, but I like the email, so I'm going to read it here. Howdy, DiesyX people. I have two questions for you. First, given that Funimation's strategy has always been to have a new DBZ release coming onto the market at any given time and leave something out of each new release so that they can put it back in later and claim it to be the definitive version, I was sort of surprised that they announced a Kai release so soon. By releasing the DVD and Blu-ray version simultaneously, and concurrently with the Dragon Box, are they kind of shooting their Dragon Ball load all at once? Makes me wonder if they know something we don't. I know you just did a predictions episode not too long ago, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on what might be going through their heads over at Funimation. I have to believe they have something planned for a few years down the line when Kai and the Dragon Boxes are done with. I see three broad possibilities. The bad. They're planning on fudging with the aspect ratios again, giving us both the DVD and Blu-ray versions of Kai in cropped widescreen and with English title cards, credits, etc. Now, so they can turn around and re-release it in the original aspect ratio and with the original title cards later on. Alternatively, they dig up that 1080p version of the Orange Bricks out of the vault and release that on Blu-ray in order to make a quick and dirty buck out of the gullible. The neutral. They think that they can get Toei to release the film masters so that they can do a true high-def remaster of Z, not Kai, from the source with transfer quality on par with the Dragon Box, but in 1080p. They release it on Blu-ray and toss the Falcon or 
score back in for good measure, touting it as the only complete and definitive version of the series that can be all things to all fans. The good. They toss some money at Toei to co-fund an actual new anime adaptation of the manga, starting with Goku meeting Bulma way back in the first volume and going through the entire manga, reasonably paced and with no filler or recycled footage, just totally new animation, music, and voices from front to back. I know, I know, it's wishful thinking, but stranger things have happened. On a totally unrelated note, you guys often refer to insert songs on the podcast. That's one of those terms that I hear kicked around a lot, and I sort of think I know what it means, but I'm not totally sure. So just to be clear, can you explain briefly what an insert song is and how it differs from any other song on the soundtrack? Thanks. Heath, I'm going to kick that last question over to you first. All right. An insert song differs uh, because it's usually sung by an artist. It'll have lyrics with it. It's inserting an actual song into the show, whereas traditionally you would just hear background music. Uh, if you've seen Kai at all lately, you'll see it a lot. Uh, there's actually lyrics going on in the background while a character's talking and there's music playing. Uh, the first one in Kai was Over the Star. We've had a lot recently with Super Ultra Dragon Soul and Siam Blood and the uh, Ginyu Tok Sentai song. So th- they're songs that are in the show. That's opposed to other songs on the soundtrack, but Dragon Ball is weird and anime in Japan is weird because soundtrack can mean a lot of things. So I guess if we talk about an insert song, Heath, you also have to explain what an image song is. Uh, an image song is usually sung by the voice actor in that character's voice. So, uh, say, Vegeta, that's, uh, what was the song? Cyan Blood was sung as Vegeta. So that's that's typically what you'll see most of the time. The thing is, with an image song, is those usually are not used in the show. Correct. It, it, it could be an image song on a CD that becomes an insert song when they use it within the series. Right, right. And there's also image songs that are just sung by people about stuff that have nothing to do with anything, like the entire 20 CD rung of the hit song collections, which are mostly image songs that are just songs to fill out CDs. Well, there there are even a couple songs that Nozawa did as Goku, but they never make it into the series at all. They're just on CDs. (laughs) All right, let's take it back to the uh, greater question here, Kai, and what Funimation's got going on, what Toei's got going on. Mary, you are always talking about Funimation shooting themselves in the foot, but it seems like... Yeah, it's been working for them so far. <laughs> right. Um, so... It seems like it's just the right time. They, they gotta do Kai now, right? Right. If not now, then when? Yeah. So, and the economy's bad, so... Milk it for what it's worth. So let me go through each bad, neutral, good. Bad, I say, not gonna happen. Neutral... More likely good. Probably not likely, but <laughs> maybe not necessarily funded by Funny, but maybe Toei someday. Well, maybe another 20 years could be. Funimation just recently hired someone full-time to work with co-funding with Japanese companies to produce new things. I think it is a possibility. Will it be with Dragon Ball? I don't know. And the other question here is, you know, was Funimation going to do several years down the line? Well, we know that they just uh, relicensed the series for another five years. They have it through 2015. Will they relicense it in 2015? Probably. I, I mean, it's doing well for them. They're probably kicking back some nice money to Toei. But Toei is crazy because think of Sailor Moon. You don't know what the hell's going on with Toei and them deciding to give or revoke. Although I, I think I just read that Italy just recently got Sailor Moon licensed again. So maybe Toei is kind of like, uh, guess we can do that. Now people are like, oh my god, Funimation needs to get Sailor Moon. We can finally get stars released. <gasps> I don't even love <laughs> stars all that much, but I just want it officially. Anyway, I digress. So those are my responses. Keith, you uh, you pretty much on board with us there? That analysis? I think so. I 
I do think the neutral one, I still don't really see Toei releasing the original film masters to anyone no, else besides themselves. No. I mean, they're not they're not going to let Funimation have something better than them. No, it is not going to happen. It'd be nice. But, <laughs> it would be nice. And good. I could see that happening, but it's going to be well after Kai is over, so it's going to be some time. Yeah, maybe we'll do a 40th anniversary of Dragon Ball. We'll get a, a Dragon Ball... Kai. Well, and it's weird because, you know, the 25th anniversary just happened. Right. That would have been the perfect time to do it, but they're doing Kai, so that kind of blew that out of the exactly. water. All right, Mary, why don't you read uh, another email here from Sparky Pants McGee? Oh, I want to say that. All Damn. right, well, you can say it. Sparky Pants McGee says, Have you thought about doing a video podcast? I think it would be a cool idea. You can do video comparisons of all the different versions of Dragon Ball, show clips of the show, or have video contests for prizes. For example, members can send in AMVs and the winner's video can be played on the show. I think it would be a neat idea. What are your thoughts? Well, well we've gotten this question before. There's a lot of reasons why we can't do a video podcast. I, I, I gotta say, I think the main reason is Mary wants to see me every once in a while. Yeah, kind of that, and also I don't want people <laughs> to see me. Why's that? I, I don't want them to see me. Because you're just sitting in pajamas. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times, I'm not wearing pants. I mean, you don't know what's going on over here. But then also there's legal issues too. I like, think that's a big thing. I mean, we're not here to commit copyright infringement every week. We're here to enjoy it and talk about it. Even though we do use audio samples. No, those we are don't. Samples. Those aren't... Shh, stop it. Those are mine. Oh, okay. I'm Kenji Yamamoto. <laughs> you wish. I don't know. Right now, I'm not too happy with the guy, so... Oh... Um, We're not going to get into that. I don't know. I, I I think there are other things other than a video version of kind of what we sit around and talk about. I mean, there were the inconsistencies videos. That's the kind of thing I'm more interested in doing where there's short little video features on other things because that, that's the kind of stuff I more enjoy doing and I can do them at my leisure, I, I guess. Well, I could tell you, if, if you did a video podcast, it'd be like once every two months. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be a weekly schedule by any means. No, no, no. That, that's the thing. I mean, I can do it weekly because it, it's audio. You know, I throw it in audacity. Well, then you I have the it. fun people like me on Skype that would just be like, hey, look, Mike's just saying they're not talking, and you hear a voice. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I think that's the answer to our question, where I'd like to get back to doing some... <laughs> we were joking about a short little stupid feature at the grocery store today, which is something... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, we'll save it for... Yeah, but I don't want to spoil it. Maybe I'll get around to That's what it. happens at the grocery store. I know, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, how did we come up with a Dragon Ball video thing while at the grocery store? The, the, the way we came up with it is we were making stupid noises. I was going like, yeah, and blah, and you were like, oh, I remember when he, this guy was like, and blah, and oh, yeah, that's so funny. I'll do a video feature on that. That is how our... Okay, thanks for reminding me, even though it was ideas. just an hour and a half ago. I, I know. Intelligence, huh? Yes, yes. Uh, so to close it off here, we have an audio email here from Harry. Harry Potter? No. <laughs> Harry Potter! <laughs> Prince Harry? <laughs> Harry says... Hello, my name is Harry. Um, first of all, you guys are awesome, so keep up the great work. Thanks for everything and all the info and stuff. Um, just a quick question. The last episode of uh, Dragon Ball GT goes uh, no, forward 100 years, so Pan is the only human slash saying that lives to be over 100. Just wanted to know what your thoughts are on that, because I find that a little bit strange. You know, I don't think any other person lives to be over 100. Yeah, so that's it. Thank you. 
So, Heath, what do you think? Oh, bread is good. Yep, okay. Now about uh, yeah. uh, Dragon Ball? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pan being the only one alive. Well, it's it's her Saiyan blood and her human blood mixed, oh, and uh, she's now I- invincible. So she lives forever <laughs> in our hearts and our minds. You know, you know what she says. Don't take us girls for granted. Um, how about just your personal feelings on her being the only one that's still around? Mary, I ask you, how do you feel? Well, I guess I kind of have to just because she was one of the main three characters of the show. So what else are you going to do in the TV special? Yeah, uh, we don't know that she's the only one. I think Kami's in sitting around there somewhere, just totally senile, no idea what's going on. But Well, and she's Goku's granddaughter. What else would you expect? That's right. I gotta have someone with a sewn line still around. Well, we got Goku Jr. Exactly. She appears to be at least somewhat <laughs> sick. I mean, she comes down with some mysterious illness in the special, and she's totally fine with, uh, what's his name, Paku, there at the end, bringing her back. She's waving, like, what the hell was wrong with her? They said nothing about what, what did she come down with? It was with? a kidney stone. It was a kidney stone? <laughs> okay. Those things are a bitch. I, I guess. Old lady disease. That always really bugged me about the TV special. I was just like, oh, I'm fine. Oh, God, I'm really sick. And that's the only thing that bugged you? Yes, that's the only thing that bugged me. Okay. I like it. I like the bears and how he's like crybaby. Oh, it's spectacular. And Totofunia plays Paku and and like all the voices. I love them. Yeah. 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 I'm sticking by that. Mary, people have questions, comments, all that good stuff. Stuff that makes an episode. Stuff that, you know, we can add to the pile for episodes like this. That's right. Send uh, your emails over to podcast at diezex.com. That's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. There's other ways you can get in touch with us too if you're not fond of the email thing you can use facebook and find us at facebook.com slash or use twitter where you can find us at diezx or individually as vegeto ex saya jedi which is julian and myself mary tot going over to the facebook page we're up to 485 so we're well on our Woo-hoo! way to the magical 519 whoever's 519 will get some kind of t-shirt and maybe something else we haven't decided I don't know. Yet. Shouldn't you do 520? I was thinking about that, but <laughs> it's not numbered. Yeah. Why 520? Trunk special? Trunks oh, story? no, I don't count that. Yeah. You don't count I don't that. I mean, no. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, that's what's going on right now. That was episode 210 of our podcast here at Tizen 2 ex We had news and we had emails. We skipped over the releases because I'm really, really fucking sick. I am sick of it, too. We're talking about the Kordochan packs and the remastered Spain thing that we can't even pronounce correctly. Yeah, if you want them, go to the site, look up links and buy them. That's right. We'll start again in March. March is going to be a pretty busy month. Then April's a little slow, and then May is batshit crazy again. Oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah. going to get bad once the summer hits. And once Funimation starts kicking into gear with Kai, I mean, we'll have Kai in various countries and simultaneous dragon boxes, and it's it's lovely. What happened in 1999? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Remember when there was, like, only a couple things in Japan didn't I'm going to spend like it's 1999. <laughs> well, yeah, it hit, like, 98, and Japan literally just stopped. And <laughs> no. then all of a sudden... To be. Like, 2002 hit, and they're like, oh, remember this Dragon Ball thing? That was awesome. I Let's know. milk it again. Woohoo! And then they'll take another five-year break, just like Mary wants. That's right. We need to do it. Another break. Five years. Perfect. Then we can actually talk about content again instead of merchandise. Yay! Five-year rule. Five-year rule. What? 
After five years, you can pick it up and use exactly. it again. What? I'm going to pick it up again after five years. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to let it sit there and fester. It's so good. I'm pick it up again off the ground. All right, folks, we're done. That was 210. We'll be back with 211 next week. Not entirely sure what it'll be. I'm hoping it's going to be one of our interviews. I think I'll have one or two lined up by then. Uh, and we're definitely going to try and start, uh, what's the next month? March off appropriately again with the manga review of Awesomeness, which was delayed this month to various goings on. But I should be at Jeff's next week to record Low Fidelity. Uh, that's coming back. Uh, we're reviewing Los Campanianos. Uh, Camp- I know you're great with the Spanish. Yeah, thing. yeah. I'm lovely with it. Uh, good, g- good stuff. So check that out, and I'll be dropping off manga with him so we can catch back up with that. Uh, Heath, thanks for joining us, man. Oh, no problem. I don't know how a bullshit episode turned into a full-length uh, episode. The My Audacity timeline is just about to hit 56 minutes. I don't know how much of that was the bullshit before the bullshit. Yeah, I got 55 and a half. So that, that, that was some yeah. bullshit. Well, thanks. Why don't you uh, Not enough bullshit. Again? We need more. More bullshit. I demand. Um, You can find me at Kanzentai.com. K-A-N-Z-E-N-T-A-I.com. There's only one way to spell it. I spell it without the N. I know. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Constantai underscore C-O-M, or you can find me as Hugio or Herms98. And we do not have a Facebook page, though I have considered it. Constantai.com. What you need when you need it. <laughs> no script has totally removed the majority of the page, so it cannot be a good one. Wow. Deep. I should I should show you um, the Google Analytics page I have sometimes. We totally need to share the, the stuff that we get. So how it's been spelled, I had never even thought of that. But I don't I know. know, people come up with it, and apparently they still get to the site somehow. That's miraculously. Good. We'll go with that whole SEO thing. All right, Mary, thank you for joining us as well. Thanks for having me. And let yeah. me read emails yeah, and news time. pieces. You ready to uh, go watch some Wild China on Netflix? Wild China. We're watching old BBC shows lately. It's fun. good stuff. Oh, that sounds good. It's in HD. Streaming HD. BBC has some really good programming. I know. And I was just looking on Amazon. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember we're watching this. Planet Earth was good. So I wanted to go throw stuff in uh, on the Witch Planet list. Earth. That was a really good series. They have a great, it's it's a four series Blu-ray set. A hundred bucks. Got Planet Earth, Wild China, and two other things in there. Oh, someone wants to get that for us. That, that'd be lovely. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Throwing it out there. That's right. Uh, Mary, you, you want to play Temple of Trunks? Now going on oh, another nah, two years without nah, an update? Two years going strong of totally nothing. It's uh, templeotrunks.com. T-E-M-P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S.com. And you know what? The reason why I don't update the site anymore is because of this show. That's how I get my Dragon Ball content. Get your jollies, jollies out. out. Good. <laughs> it's like, okay, I do it through the show. I don't need to have a site anymore. But at least it's still up. Yeah. I, I don't want to get rid of it. I don't have the heart to do that. I mean, yeah. shit, I'm subposting it right now. It's not like it's any sweat off your back. No. The only sweat off my back is just renewing my domain name every year because I registered it on freaking Network ex- Solutions. Yeah. I know. It <laughs> kills so me. Much. And I can't let it lapse because I don't want it sniped, so I'm stuck paying And the transfer fees off. It's like, oh, you're better off just leaving it there and dealing with their bullshit. Yeah, and then six years later as I keep regretting this, I know. I could just pay the transfer fees up front and be done with it. Oh, anyway. the fun of hosting. Oh, stupid Remember internet. back when we had to change hosts like every you know, every <laughs> Remember year when and the a internet half. died? That was awesome. <laughs> oh, the bubble. Remember when Castor killed the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> all his fault it was his fault no one liked him after that <laughs> never i don't think anyone ever wanted to host him again uh, you and your media rich content 
That's right. Media sites in 1999? Get the fuck out of here. We're done. We are done for these two folks. My name is Mike. You can find myself and Mr. Get Married Soon, Julian, over at www.daizex.com. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week for 211. Daizenjuex, the podcast. Thanks very much for listening to us this week. This is Dyson Chubby. I didn't like how that sounded. That was awesome, Mike. Mary, what was with that voice? I don't know. We make voices when we do things. And now Mary's gone, letting out the beast. Otherwise known as Tara. I know. Goodbye, Mary. As soon as we're done with the show. I know. Whenever the show's done, Mary's gone. (laughs) She lets Tara out of the bedroom. We have to lock her up. Otherwise, she just sits here and goes, Right, Tara, come on. You guys are so mean. Yeah, there she is. Come on. Come meow into the microphone. Ouch. I know you love that. Howl. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to stop recording.